You are listening to episode 28 of Tried and True with Caroline. It is January 1st, 2023. So welcome to the new year. This is Tried and True, a place to chat about how aligning your daily wellness routine, mindset, and self-care contribute to building meaningful businesses and relationships while curating an empowered and fulfilling life. Being an entrepreneur isn't easy, and learning to balance all of the things is another story, but it's well worth it. Through these podcasts, my goal is to bring creative conversations to the table that empower, enlighten, and elevate your workspace wherever you are listening. And if you're looking for a place that's going to support that big dream of yours, replace your doubt with, you gotta do this thing, Know that progress is better than perfection and momentum is magic. You're in the right place. And you know that thing you keep looking for that you believe is going to change everything? I've got news for you. If you are still looking for it, I have your answer. Go and look in the mirror. You are the answer, my friend. I believe that the messages we hear are never a coincidence, and when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So if this sounds like your sort of conversation, I've got a seat reserved just for you. Learn from the past, be wildly curious in the now, and blaze a new trail to the future. Your time is now, my friend. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the podcast. It feels so awesome being here, sitting in front of my microphone once again. It has been a long six months without podcasting. And I know I briefly talked about that at the very beginning when I introduced episode 28. I'm going to save it for another podcast because I don't want to start this new year and this podcast episode in the past. I want us to be focusing on moving forward. So before I get into what I want to talk about today, I want to read a quote, or actually not necessarily a quote, but a passage from Theodore Roosevelt's speech, Citizenship in a Republic. And it's also referred to as the man in the arena. And he gave this speech on April 23rd, 1910. And this is just an excerpt of this speech. So here it goes. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how strong the man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again. Because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly. 
excerpt is found in Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly, at the very beginning. The, the next page, it goes on to in saying, when we spend our lives waiting until we're perfect or bulletproof before we walk into the arena, we ultimately sacrifice relationships and opportunities that may not be recoverable. We squander our precious time and we turn our backs on our gifts those unique contributions that only we can make. Perfect and bulletproof are seductive, but they don't exist in the human experience. We must walk into the arena, whatever it may be, a new relationship, an important meeting, our creative process, or a difficult family conversation with courage and the willingness to engage. Rather than sitting on the sidelines and hurling judgment and advice, we must dare to show up and let ourselves be seen. This is vulnerability, and this is daring greatly. So I chose this quote and this concept to start off the new year and the podcast because of a lot of the things that I went through in the last six months. And I know that when we start New Year's, we always start with this high level of expectation of all of the things that we didn't get to accomplish in the year before. And we have this massive list of all of the things that we need to, you know, make sure that we get done and we finish and we check off. And at times, like you almost start off the year like exhausted from just creating this list. You might feel exhausted or you might feel exhilarated. I don't know. I guess it all depends in how how much you see success in yourself in being able to accomplish those things that you have on this list. And maybe it's not a list of things to do, but maybe you've created a list of things that you don't want to repeat or that you don't want to do again. I don't know. I don't know how you start off your year. But I wanted to use this podcast to remind you of your greatness, of your ability to get out there and not have to be perfect and not have to constantly worry about the judgment that you think is going to be waiting on the other side of whatever it is that you produce. And like I said, this doesn't have to be that you're just, an you know, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're a parent, maybe you are in a relationship, maybe you, you know, you have difficulties at your job, whatever it may be, it's reminding you that those little steps that you take all make a difference. And instead of waiting and worrying for that perfect moment or that perfect time to make that move or make that, you know, that commitment or whatever it may be, there's never a perfect time. And that perfect time ends up being in that time and space. Okay. So At the beginning of the year, you, I'm not sure how you plan out your year, or even if you don't plan out your year, I encourage you to really look at globally what it is that you are trying to achieve. 
And then from there, start to look at how to make that thing or those things that you are wanting to do in this year, in 2023, how are you going to make them happen? What is it going to take for you to get that completed? the goals that you have before you, I want you to take three things into account. Why you have that goal, whatever it may be, how you think you're going to feel when that goal is achieved, and are you doing this goal for yourself or are you wanting to achieve this goal because you think it's going to make you look a certain way to other people. When we get caught up in, oh, this is going to look really good on my resume, or oh, people are going to think I'm really cool if I do this, or if I do this, you end up getting lost in that goal. Maybe it becomes too difficult for you to take on, or maybe you just don't have the stamina to do it because it's not really something that's coming from the heart. And if there's anything that I have learned in the last year is that when we don't do things from the heart, they are so much more difficult to complete and finish. And even in those times where maybe you don't feel like you are making progress because the wheels are turning, but you're not seeing something come to fruition fast enough for you, it doesn't mean that you're not making progress. It's like if you're a marathon training and right now you are running half a mile and you're saying to yourself, how in the world am I ever going to be able to run 26.2 miles if I'm only able to run half a mile right now? It's because you are going to start conditioning yourself by starting off with that half a mile or a quarter mile, whatever it may be as you're starting. And then you begin to build on the mileage. And little by little, before you know it, you're going to work up to three miles and then you're going to work up to five miles and then you've worked up to six miles, which is half of a half marathon. So it's taking account for all of the little things that you are doing. And even though it might not look like you're making these huge leaps, you really are because all of those little things are going to add up to something great. And that's what I want to remind you of, which I did not remind myself last year. And I think that's what ended up creating why I put my podcast on hold. And I, in looking back, I can see where I was making a lot of progress. I was doing all the things, but because I was so in the middle of it and so inside, I couldn't see out. I didn't see that I was making ripples. I didn't see that I was creating change until I took a step back and kind of looked at it from a bird's eye view. And I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I understand what I was doing. So 
if you take anything away from this is when you are creating those things that you are are moving towards or you have your goals, know that just because you aren't seeing them come to life fast enough, it doesn't mean that you're not making gains. And of course, allow yourself to to have certain like targets and and look at your parameters of okay, if I'm doing this particular thing, what lets me know that I have made gains in this? For example, I'm going to go back to running because I'm well versed in that. If I can run, uh, you know, up to two miles at the end of my month and a half of training, then I know that I made gains. If I'm just running here and there every other day or every couple of days, and I'm just running and then I get tired. I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I have no idea. I have no gauge of how much I am, I am improving. But if you set those barometers of this is, you know, where I need to be at the end of this month, and this is what I, what will show that I've shown gains on this, whatever it may be, by setting those barometers, you are able to see your progress so that you're not frustrated in what you've created for your goals. And just know that the choices that you make are going to completely gauge the direction that you are moving towards. And it always comes back to your choices. There's always a choice. There's always a choice in which way you are going and how much progress you are making in that direction. Your mindset, and this is this one is really just so key. If you truly do not believe in the direction that you are going in, it's really not going to matter in my opinion. And, and I, I, I feel again like I've done this lots of times. And when you don't wholeheartedly believe on the path that you are traveling, that you are going to have success, it's really going to be hard to find success in what you're doing. And your mindset is so critical in your journey. Whatever the goal is that you're trying to do, you're saving money, you are wanting to be a better friend, you're wanting to be a better parent, you're wanting to take a trip somewhere, you're wanting to, your mindset always has to be purposeful and with belief that you can actually do that thing that you are setting out to do. Because if you have any reservation or you keep going back to that old version of yourself that keeps telling you that this is not attainable, then that's going to get in the way of your progress. That's going to get in the way of how you are navigating towards that next point in your life. So always really taking account of how far you've come, celebrating your small wins, and continuing to have faith in where you are going, always. And if you find that you're on your path and something doesn't feel right, then take account of where you are and figure out if you need to adjust the course. Figure out if maybe there's something that you're not doing 
that might make the process a little bit easier and then adjust and go from there. And make sure that you are planning. If you're not planning and you're not putting things down on paper and you're not saying, okay, I'm going to get out a calendar. I don't care how you can make your calendar from scratch. You don't even have to go buy a calendar. Just get a piece of notebook paper or a piece of computer paper and you can make your own calendar. But hold yourself accountable to these things that you are setting yourself out to do. And by holding yourself accountable, that is going to create more of a belief that you actually can do this thing. Okay. And where you want to see yourself. So where do you want to see yourself after a month? Where do you want to see yourself by March or the end of April or by the end of the six month mark at the end of June? Where do you expect to be with these goals that you have set? Now, I'm assuming that you have some kind of goal for the year. And maybe, I don't know, not everybody has a goal. Maybe people just want to, I don't know, focus on, I don't know, eating more healthy, but I guess that's a goal. Like, I just feel like the whole planet in January has this resolution list. And then by February 1st, everyone's forgotten where their list is, or most people have done that. They've bought gym memberships that they're not using, all the things, and their goals go out the window because they feel like there's just no point anymore. And I think it just becomes an endless cycle. Then it, then it, they pick it up and then they start to feel bad about themselves. And then they get to the end of the year and they feel like they're just out of it again. And then they're like, well, why should I start again in January when the same thing is going to happen? But what we need to understand and remind ourselves of is that we are always the key. We are the ones that are going to make these things come true. And that is, for the most part, what I wanted to talk about. Um, remind yourself that you are the person that is the important part of the journey. Without you and without your motivation and without your drive and without your plan and without your ability to hold yourself accountable, you don't have a journey. And it's not about other people. What is about other people is the impact that you have on other people as you are going through this transition within yourself. It, if you move it off of yourself and you move it towards how is this going to be impactful to other people, then it makes it, I guess, more, in my opinion, it makes it more real because you realize that your impact has the potential to help inspire someone else to do that thing. And I will tell you, after not being in front of a microphone for the last six months, I said, come January 1st, I am going to record. I was going to record last night and I got caught up doing things from for the new year and I did not get a chance to record. 
And I had all kinds of technology drama with getting myself to be able to record even today. But I pushed through, I figured it all out. But I could have very easily just said, you know what, this is just the technology gods, they don't want me to do this. And but I said, no, someone somewhere needs to hear this. And when you haven't listened to yourself, or you haven't done this, get in front of a microphone, publish the thing, you question, are people going to care? Do people even need to hear this? Does someone, is someone going to find validity in what I'm saying? Am I saying things that no one is going to resonate with? I could go on and on and on about all the things. But I have to quiet that and I have to say to myself, this is my goal. This is what I'm trying to achieve. This is what I want to do. This is coming from the heart. This is part of my path. And if it's just me sharing my message, then that is enough. I don't have to have a million people validating my thoughts because I'm not asking for validation. I'm simply just sharing from the heart. So when you look at things from that perspective, we always have something to share, whether we're voicing it into a microphone, whether you're listening to a friend, whether you're listening to a family member, you might read something in a magazine, you might listen, hear something on the radio, you might hear something on the TV, you might read a billboard, all of those things, all of them are messages. And when we begin to hone in on and pay attention to those messages, we maybe get the full picture. And by learning how to listen to those messages, that is part of the journey. One other thing that I enjoy doing is I go through old magazines and I pull out, it's kind of like a little bit like vision boarding, but it's not really vision boarding, but I pull out things from magazines and you can also do this online on Pinterest or you could do it in Canva. And I make these kind of soul collage cards I don't really think about what I'm putting together as I put them together and I set them aside. And then when I need a message or I need to ask for guidance or I need to ask or I need to just have some kind of resolve for what I'm thinking, I choose a card and I look at it and I ask myself, what does this card need to show me right now? Or what do I need to see in this card that's going to remind me of something else? And I've learned to use those. And it's not that I don't find the power of prayer and guidance from God and source and, and all of the things that, that we can't touch and feel and, and see. Yes, I believe in all of that. But I also believe that we also within ourselves hold our own messages. And it's just seeing something else 
that allows us to uncover that wisdom within ourselves. Yesterday, I did a meditation with Brie Melanson, which I absolutely adore her, and she's so wonderful and amazing in her meditations. And I actually, yesterday in meditation, I uncovered things that were just complete light bulb aha moments that it it's amazing to me to think that I've gone all of this time without realizing that. But yes, I had like aha moments yesterday. And I don't know if it's because I hadn't meditated in a while, but that will be part of another podcast coming soon where I'm going to talk about that whole journey from the last six months of things that I've learned and how this has all come back together. But why I said that was never underestimate your own ability to uncover things if you are willing to sit quiet and listen to your own inner wisdom and essence of your soul speaking to you because that soul speaking to you is coming from a higher power and higher power as in whatever religion you believe in, God, your source, your own uh, religious figure that you follow, whomever it may be, but there is a higher power that will turn that light on so that you experience those light bulb moments. But you have to be willing to do that. So to circle back around to how I started out the podcast in that uh, passage from Roosevelt's speech, a reminder that we must dare to show up and let ourselves be seen as we move into this new year and you are able to embrace all that you are meant to be all that you are meant to discover and learn for yourselves, but more importantly, your ability to show up, be seen, be vulnerable, learn, love, and enjoy the process as you go. So I think I've said quite a bit here. I'm so grateful to be back in front of the microphone ready to share, ready to teach, ready to bring something to the table that helps hopefully to bring more awareness and a different thought shift for anyone listening that needs direction, that is embarking on a journey and yeah, I'm just super grateful to be here. At the end of this meditation, I mean, at the end of this, not meditation, at the end of this podcast, I'm going to put a quick little meditation. Obviously, if you're driving, you want to pause this and just do it when you get home. But I will have that meditation at the end of this podcast, just as something to connect you back to your breath, connect you back to yourself to give you a little bit of a jump start as to maybe what you might want to focus on when you quiet yourself and maybe things will come out or come up that your soul wants you 
to investigate more or wants you to keep your eyes open for. I just thought I would add that to this podcast at the end. With that being said, I hope that you have a great week. I hope that your new year is blessed with all that you hope it to be. May we all go forward with as much faith, gratitude, and ability to see and witness the change within ourselves, as well as see the impact that we have the potential to make on our planet. Have a beautiful week, and I will see you all next week. Listening to the show today, I really appreciate and value your time. If you think that someone else could use a listen to this, please don't hesitate to share. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss any episodes, please hit that subscribe button. Have an amazing day. Remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. And the choice is always yours. Have a great week, my friends. Here is the meditation. So if you are driving or if you are not in a space where you can relax and not have to worry about anything super technical, please pause this and wait until you are able to be in a quiet environment without any distractions. If you have a uh, phone, go ahead and put it on silent. Um, You can lay down. I almost prefer that you lay down to do this because that way you're very grounded and you can just allow yourself to, you know, kind of sink into the ground and feel very connected. If you need to sit up or if you're in a chair, you want to sit on the couch, that's fine too. Um, It's all in your mind anyway as to how you relax yourself. So once you are in a comfortable position, how whatever that may be, I want you to begin to focus on your breath. So you're going to breathe in through your nose and then out through your mouth. Breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. And as you are breathing in, I want you to think about just relaxing and sending that that calming energy through the body. And as you are exhaling, I want you to focus on just releasing that energy through the bottoms of your feet, through the top of your head, out through your palms, helping to release and calm your system down. So we're going to take a few more deep breaths. Your eyes can be open or closed. If your eyes are open, just fixate your eyes on something, the ceiling or something in front of you. Kind of like a blank stare. And continuing that breath, you want to just noticeably calm your nervous system down. That's why we're doing some deep breathing to start. Eyes are open or closed. And now that we've got some deep breaths, 
I want you to visualize that you have a staircase in front of you and that staircase can be anything you imagine it to be. It can be made of clouds, it can be a rainbow, it can be a waterfall, it can be a, a beautiful wooden staircase, it could be a tree trunk with steps in it, it can be anything that you want it to be. And I'm going to start to count you down. Well, not count you down, but as I count the numbers, we're going to start moving down the stairs one at a time. So beginning with that first step, 10, going down. You want to continue to take those deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. Nine. If there's a railing there, you can hold your hand on the rail. Feel the texture of the railing. Eight. Stepping down onto the next stair. Seven. Noticing any smells or temperature changes that you feel around you, depending where you are. Six, continuing to feel that relaxation flowing over you. Five, continuing to move down those stairs. Four, feeling nice and relaxed. Three, you are almost to the bottom of your stairs. Two, continuing to feel relaxed and in this nice meditative state. And one. Now you are at the bottom of your stairs and you have landed in this dark room. You can't really see anything, but you're safe. You are completely safe in this space. And as you begin to continue your deep breathing, the breath that you breathe in begins to create this illuminated flame within the heart space. So each breath in, I want you to visualize that there's this flame within you and the flame can be whatever color you want it to be. And each breath that you bring in, this flame begins to light you up as if you are glowing. And you begin to bring light to the room. So your breath and your life is bringing and creating 
this glowing light within the room that you are in right now. And as you begin to create more and more light within yourself, you begin to see that there are messages on the wall or walls for you to read. And because there is light in the room now, because you have created this light for yourself, you can turn to the walls in the room and see what you find. Maybe it's a word, maybe it's a symbol, maybe it's a phrase. Whatever it is, it is meant for you to see. As you see these messages on the wall, you also see a table. And on that table, there is a box. And you walk over to the box, you open the box, and there is a key. And if you look to your right, you see a door and your key fits perfectly in that lock to unlock that door. When you open the door, and you move to the other side of the door, your soul, your essence, your spirit will show you where you need to be on the next part of your journey. And your soul will show you these things through symbols, perhaps there's a book there for you to open up and read a passage out of. There might be an animal that's waiting there. Suspend your disbelief in this time and believe in the magic and the power that you have within to be in this space to learn about where your soul needs you to go on this journey. Or perhaps what you need in order to be successful in this new year that is upon us. And you can take as much time as you need in this space.
And just be reminded that as you are in this space, you can wander just to see what your soul needs you to find. And you can always come back to this meditation. find new messages and new things that come up within yourself. There will be music playing and when the music is finished there will be a chime and that chime will wake you back up and bring you back to the present moment. So I encourage you to continue to learn to be inquisitive and most of all see the things through the lens of your soul's heart. Be well on your journey and I will see you on the other side.